back to another great episode of Flirty and Fabulous with me, Giska Randy. Um, on this very special episode, well, every episode on my podcast, they're special, but this time we're gonna talk about travel. I honestly don't know why I never really talked about travel before, but I thought this can be a fun series to talk about. And being incredibly lucky to travel, see the world in the past 10 years, um, it's always hard to answer. Whenever people ask me, so what is your favorite country? Um, give us your top 10, top 5, I don't know, top 3 best countries. Trust me, it's hard to answer those questions because I believe every place is different. Every country is beautiful, unique, special, and we don't travel to compare places but if you ask me what are places that really change you as a person maybe change the way i see life um, make me a better person that would be nepal south africa bhutan myanmar and peru so yes those five countries they hold a very special places in my heart indonesia of course but first let's um talk about Peru. So I visited Peru last July. Um, I celebrated my 30th birthday in New York with my loved ones. Uh, nothing really special. It's just me and my close friends. We do fun stuff together. I had sushi dinner, my favorite, and also went to watch Broadway show and just spent the whole day um, hanging out in Central Park. Um, it's really sweet. Then I left for Peru landed in Lima. I think it was quite late. Um, my driver from the hotel picked me up, and then just before we got to the hotel, he was so sweet to show me around the city, and he would just show me um, some places that I should go, and even teach me some basic Spanish because I don't speak Spanish, and how I wish I could speak Spanish. I think that would give me even more. I don't know, like better experience in Peru, but. Um, I had the best time there. I had so much fun in Peru. Um, so what happened? Okay, let me think for a second. So I stay in Lima for a few days. On my second day, I just walk around the city. You know, the funny thing is, I thought Lima is a small city. But then, oh my god, it's not. Basically, it took me the whole day to just sort of going from Old Town to Miraflores. It's another... Um, fun district very hipster very vibrant and modern um i walked uh, it was sort of a wrong decision but also it's nice because by walking you get to see so much and there's just so much life in Peru in lima um in the beginning it was kind of scary because if you look up on the internet you would read a lot of articles basically saying that oh lima is dangerous you gotta be careful in lima especially if you're a solo female traveler but it turned out um i felt incredibly safe there but also of course you have to be careful wherever you go it's not just in lima it's Everywhere you go, you have to be careful, vigilant all the time. So yes, I didn't really take out my camera or phone, but really just like focus, um, having fun there, like immersing myself in the hustle bustle of Lima. There's so much life there, so much color, so vibrant. And even on my third day in Lima, there's this dance celebration kind of. I can't really remember what's the name of it, but it's like they 
close down the entire old town and then you can see there's so many people dressed up in Peruvian costumes and then they just you know dance and play music it was so much fun as someone who loves photography this was just like Disneyland like I remember I ran around um, the entire old city just to capture the best pictures and yeah um, I always dream to be someone who gets paid to travel the world and you know take pictures of those cultural festivals and I'm so happy even though this is not my real job or like full-time job but um, in the last 10 years every single day I get to really just do things that I truly love from photography, music, cultural, people, um, creating content, editorial, and so many things. So yes, I had so much fun exploring Lima and then after that I decided to join Peru Hope. Peru Hope is basically this hop on and hop off bus service connecting Peru and Bolivia. So they offer you guys a lot of um, bus passes which I bought uh, the one basically exploring um, Peru uh, for $199 you can visit most of the big cities in Peru it's so easy it's almost kind of like a tour but it's not really so basically you just have to um, get online and you know book the ticket and also tell them where you want to get picked up and drop off, drop off and then the next day these guys from um, Peru Hop will pick you up and take you to your hotel in your next destination. So it's really easy. Um, the tour guide, they all speak English. And obviously for someone who doesn't speak Spanish like me and, you know, travel solo, this is really helpful because everything is easy. Um, they take care of everything. All you have to do just, you know, book your ticket and then um, tell them your next destination and it's all good to go. So, yes, after Lima, I went to Paracas, which is this small uh, town very well known for Paracas National Reserve and Islas Balestas. I'm really sorry if I pronounce it wrong, but this Islas Balestas is a group of small islands uh, near the town of Paracas where you can see um, from you know different animals or just listen to amazing story and history of Paracas and Peru um, I spent about three days there um, since I thought you know I got one month here in Peru I really want to take my time and not rushing from one place to another um, Paracas was a good stop I really enjoyed my short time there and since it's a very small town um, there are only you know few restaurants but it's still good I had fun there I made new friends with the restaurant owners and um, waitress they really helped me with my Spanish so yes had good times in Paracas after Paracas I continue my journey to Huacachina so Huacachina is um, this very unique, beautiful place. Obviously, it's a small town where you can visit this desert oasis and tiny village right in the middle of the desert oasis. It's so unique. And with Peru Hope, they also offer you a tour with the buggies. And basically, you're going to um, ride the buggies with a couple of people and then do sandboarding and of course um, watching the sunset in Huacachina it's gorgeous um, it's so much fun I love Huacachina um, but unfortunately I was a little bit sick over there I think I caught a flu from um, Paracas 
but then yeah that's why I kind of spent longer than Wakachina maybe about five days just resting and then after I get better I continue my journey to Arequipa so Arequipa um this is where my biggest adventure probably the hardest the scariest um most fun the bravest thing I've ever done in my life um happened so in Arequipa um all the tourists basically would do or would visit Kolka Canyon um you can visit Kolka Canyon for a day or you can also do the trekking basically there is three days two night Kolka Canyon trekking or four days three nights so there are various tours there so I joined this three days two nights two nights Kolka Canyon trekking something that I thought it's gonna be a very easy trekking I don't really need to prepare anything you know like this dumb city girl so i packed you know kind of stuff that i don't really need it um and it turned out the trekking is extremely hard i wish i did my research before or asked people around but then also i'm happy that i still did it because otherwise i wouldn't have done it so kokakin trekking is basically pretty tough you would start the trekking really early morning at 5 or 6 a.m. after your breakfast stop. Um, so, okay, let's uh, start again from the beginning. If you join this Kolka Canyon trekking for three days to nights, um, the tour guide would pick you up early in the morning. I think it's around 3 a.m. in the morning from your hotel. And then from there, you guys going to start driving to um, the nearest town before you start your trekking to Kolka Canyon. Um, you would grab breakfast, maybe around 30 minutes, a very simple breakfast, but you have to eat it. Um, just, you know, to get some energy and also drink as much as you can, pee, whatever. And then the trekking would start around, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 6am in the morning. So... Um, before you start trekking, you you can get this walking sticks or you're fine without it as well. I didn't really get my walking sticks, but it turned out, um, so you're going to walk about seven hours almost nonstop. Of course, you can always take a break anytime you want. If you're tired, take a break, no rush, but also I was trekking with other eight people that these guys are sort of pro hiker if that makes sense they live in um states and then they just told me like every day they were just hiking up and down the mountain and i'm like oh cool but i just don't know that it was actually really tough to trek in kolka canyon because at the beginning you just kind of walking down um the the hill so it was really steep and I didn't wear the proper shoes so after seven days walking non-stop it gets really really hurt to the point that my toes turn black and then in the next few days I think I lost my toenails I know it's a little bit yucky but um that's just one of the highlights and the point is yes the first seven hours walking all the way down um, to our first stop in Coca Canyon was extremely tough. And then in the afternoon, it gets really hot. And also in the same time, um, there's very little oxygen in a way. So everything is just like, oh my God, this is hard. There's so many times that I would think to myself that 
I want to give up. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. What am I doing? What am I thinking? But the thing is, it's too late to give up because you can't just go back to the city. You cannot do that. There's all, You can give up, but you have to keep going until the next stop. And then from there, you can take a horse or bureau. And then after that, you can just get out of town and take the taxi or something like that. So it's even more complicated to give up. Um, fine. Um, I'm really lucky because my guide was really patient with me. So he would just wait, um, you know, not so far away from me. Um, he told me to just stress. If you're tired, don't worry about it. I'm going to wait for you. While the other guys, they're all already like, I don't know where they are, but like far away from me. Maybe they already reached the destination. I don't know. And so suddenly I feel like, you know, oh my God, this is impossible to do. I couldn't do this anymore. I need to give up. But how? It's too late to give up. I can't go back to town and then, uh, no, it's the options to give up is not even there. So there's this one guy, he's from Barcelona. He actually told me that, you know what? I'm gonna wait for you. I'm gonna walk with you. It's okay because being someone um, like the last one at the group, I know you're probably thinking that you're so slow, you couldn't even catch up with us and you know, you can't even get this and you just want to give up, which is true, whatever he said. But then, you know, I don't want him to keep waiting for me because I'm really slow. And so I told him, no, you just have to keep going. I'm going to catch up with you soon. Don't worry about me. And also he told me that, no, this entire journey, you doing the Kolka Canyon trekking, is not about you trying to hike as fast as you can, beating everyone else or, you know, trying to be the first one. No, it's all about you enjoying your journey. Take your time. You don't have to compete with anybody else. Um, you just have to hike and walk and, you know, enjoy the journey on your own pace. Because again, this is not about any competition. You're not in Peru every single day. So, you know, have fun and enjoy your journey. It is hard, but you can't give up. Just tell yourself, um, you can do this slowly, but you can get there. Um, drink water, take pictures, enjoy the journey because, you know, Kolka Canyon is incredibly gorgeous. And so that's what I did, basically. Um, after I had a conversation with him, it, it is true that in a way, life challenged you, life challenged me that, you know, I have to walk to the next village before it gets dark, but also in the same time, life supports me with look look around you it's it's beautiful you don't get to enjoy this beautiful nature every single day and then you're surrounded by beautiful people beautiful peruvian beautiful nature so make the most of it enjoy and appreciate all this beauty um don't just think about how you're gonna make it to the village and how you're gonna you know finish this striking no it's not about that it's about how you really um tell yourself that you can get through this. Um, life is beautiful. You're so lucky to be able to experience this. And yeah, that's so that's what I'm doing. Like I stopped just focusing on how I can be fast, but also I still walk, like trying my best to walk fast, but also in my heart, I just tell myself all the time that I am strong. I can go through this. Um, you know, life is magical, life is beautiful because I don't know what I've done that I get to experience this beauty of life. 
but I'm so thankful. And so yes, the next 10 hours walking to um, my first stop in the end of the day, I just keep counting blessings and then at the same time I stop, I take pictures and I would just chat with my guides or whoever that I happen to meet on my way down to the village. So it was it was a very humbling experience for me because I never really thought in my life I would do that hard thing. My mommy has, um, she used to climb lots of mountains back in Indonesia and so, but I'm not like as sporty as her. But also doing this Kokaki Canyon trekking makes me really proud because I'm actually as brave as she was. And also, you know, um, the more you travel, the more you see life, the more you see how lucky you are to be able experiencing so much in life. How lucky because you have um, opportunities, access to live your dreams, to chase your dreams. Well, not everybody can do that, you know. Um, people in the village in Peru or Kolka Canyon probably they don't have as much as opportunities and access to enjoy whatever I have in my life. So that's that's really really a very humbling experience. So yes, Kolka Canyon was probably no it's not probably it's for sure the hardest the scariest the bravest also the best thing i've ever done in my life and done with huacachina it's a very i'm sorry done with arequipa it's a very beautiful city if you get to spend extra days there i would suggest do it i even get to visit this pole dance studio and um and practice pole dance with um beautiful people in a very beautiful studio, so I'm really, really thankful. Plus, it's cheap, so it's even better. And after Arequipa, I um, traveled to Puno. So Puno is um, very famous for Lake Itikaka. I did a quick tour there, visiting Lake Itikaka and this floating um, village. I forgot the name, gosh. So after Puno, um, I actually decided to stay longer in Puno because, you know, jumping around from one place to another in Peru, it can be really exhausting and I don't want just, you know, jumping around and not really appreciating and enjoying my time there. So it's nice to be in Puno. It was it was really cold at that time. So um, it's kind of nice to just like wearing jackets and then drink as much tea as you can, really immerse yourself in a beautiful Puno. So yes, that's Puno. And after Puno, I continue my journey to Cusco. Cusco is, of course, um, where you can visit Machu Picchu, Rainbow Mountain, Sacred Valley, and Mara Salt Mines. So once again, um, Peru Hop organized all these tours for me. Most of the tours would leave super early, would pick you up from the hotel maybe around 4 a.m. in the morning, but it's always worth it. I was kind of thinking, should I do another trekking to Machu Picchu? Because, I mean, why not? I'm here, I should do it. But no, because I just lost my toenails and it was just painful to walk. Trust me, walking for two days nonstop in Kolka Canyon, just, I just couldn't walk the next seven or eight days. It's just really, really painful. And but I had so much fun as well in Cusco. I met um, few travelers from Netherlands, and we all um, exploring Machu Picchu together, Rainbow Mountain, 
um, it's also crazy with Rainbow Mountain because there's only so little oxygen there. It's so hard to walk because every time you walk, obviously you want to breathe, but also there's seems not even oxygen exists there so it's just kind of like oh my god it's hard to keep going but of course i'm really glad that i did it it was hard again um i love just the way life surprises you with all these little challenges and then in the end of the day as soon as you keep going um as long as you don't have to see the entire mountain or, or staircase eventually you get it to the top of the mountain um i also took a one day tour visiting Sagar Valley and Mara salt mines it's gorgeous um, obviously um, again this picture of Mara salt mines was something that I found off internet maybe two years ago but now being there alone I mean not alone with some other people it's it's really magical to see how your dreams turning into reality um, so yeah the 30 days, 30 days or 31 days I had in Peru was absolutely nothing short of magical experience. I'm so, so glad I gave myself the best birthday present ever. ever. Um, Peruvian people, they're incredibly nice. I love the culture, the food. Um, it's just, everyone there is just really, really warm to me. And in the end of the day, it's nice that, you know, I feel like I find a little bit of you know comfort you find a little bit of home in every cities that you've visited in peru and so yeah how so how peru changed my life as a person i think it's just the way how i took this opportunity to opportunity to go trekking for a few days going down and up the Colca Canyon and then just the way you see life again how you choose to be grateful instead of being unhappy or complaining why you don't have certain things because the fact is there are so many people in Peru again they probably don't have opportunities or access to chase their dreams or whatever they want but they seem to really content happy with their life as a person and that's just really inspiring and also it inspires you with how can you be a better person how can you help and inspire others with all these huge opportunities that you have in your life all these great experiences that maybe not everybody can experience it so from there i just kind of see that okay if i can inspire people with maybe one picture at a time, one article at a time, then maybe it's it's enough. Then from there, I just have to learn how can I improve myself every single day, how I can be better, stronger, even more curious. And yes, um, I think that's just how Peru truly humble me and inspire me in a way I never thought before. And until today whenever i see the pictures of peru on my blog on my blog com, it's just like you know you miss home peru is just my new favorite home away from home and everybody i met there including this girl that i used to study french together in nice they all just suddenly become like family and yes i'm really grateful i chose peru and finally my dream to visit peru um 
came true, and I couldn't wait to visit South America. Hopefully, sometime next year or anytime soon. But yeah, um, that's it. It's just me basically mumbling and telling you guys story about how Pear really changed my life. Um, and I hope if you ever have a chance to travel to South America, anywhere, maybe Peru, do it. It's it's safe. Of course, you have to be careful. It's cheap. It's pretty affordable. And I just love how every city in Peru completely different. But also, you can do so many things, not just, you know, um, outdoor activities, but also you can do cooking classes, like so many fun stuff, basically. So, yes. If you're still thinking what you should put on your next year resolution, my suggestion is put Peru on the top of your bucket list and work hard to get there. So, yes, I think this episode we're just going to talk a little bit about Peru first. I'm going to come back on the next episode talking furthermore about Nepal, South Africa, Bhutan, Myanmar, and so many other places that I thought they really changed myself change the way I see life and hopefully this not only inspire me but also inspire you to travel to at least new place every year because that's also like my dream every year just to travel to new places and then let's see how life surprises you so once again thank you so much for listening um it's actually the first time I do all this recording without a proper script but I thought it's not bad you know the more you practice the get the better you get so that's also my goal for the next episodes for flirty and fabulous so okay I'll stop talking once again thank you so much for listening don't forget to check my website www.herhappinessproject.com I'll be right back with more things to talk about